Marcus thought to Seth. Shout out to every radio station that play our theme from state to state. Coast to coast. Welcome back, everybody. This is the BK Forever Podcast, Episode 3, Season 1. Um, you know, I was out for a week. Sometimes real life takes over, but, you know, things happen, and we back at it this week for the debate of all debates. But before I get into it, I just wanted to bring a little segment in with a fact-check correction, with, which I'm going to call the FCCs, which is pretty much correcting myself on any errors I did on the previous episode. So on the previous episode, I told you Julius Randle came from the Lakers. Correction, he came from the New Orleans Pelicans. I also told you that the Nets moved to Brooklyn in 2013. It was actually 2012. And I also told you about a Jets coach named Matt LaFleur. His name is Mike LaFleur. Matt is the coach of the Packers. Um, With that being said, today is the debate of all debates. So what is the debate of all debates? The debate of all debates is the conversation of Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. This is a highly debated conversation, right? And I'm going to bring some arguments, some debate into it, but I'm also going to bring a lot of contradiction into it. Why? Because I'm calling it the greatest of all time against the greatest of all time. How can I say that, right? How can both of them be the greatest of all time? But that's the thing. In this era, everybody's going to know LeBron James as the greatest of all time. But in my era, and in my opinion, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. And today, what I want to do is break it down to you a little bit of what their accomplishments have been, the things they've done in their careers. You know, when we look at Michael Jordan, he was everything we wanted to be growing up as a kid, right? You had commercials, be like Mike, his, his essence, his, his, his style. He had the baggy shorts. He was like, you know, he had the bald head. He was smooth. He had the suits, you know, Michael Jordan is such a big cultural icon that his sneakers to this day are the top sell, maybe the top selling sneakers of all time. He's huge. He's so huge, he has a Jordan brand. You know, Nike gave him his own collaborate of people, of players that he adds into his own brand. You know, but why do I say that they're both the greatest of all time? Because when you look at LeBron, he changed the game as well. He came in and he became the brand. You see, Michael Jordan was the first but then LeBron was the next, right? And that's why LeBron does wear number 23, because of Michael Jordan, right? And you look at their accomplishments and you might say, oh, well, LeBron 
has played longer than Michael Jordan. He has more stats than Michael Jordan. But that doesn't really make you the greatest of all time, even though I'm contradictingly saying they are both the greatest of all time, right? But I, in my personal opinion, there will never be a player like Michael Jordan. But understand this, ladies and gentlemen, there will never be another player like LeBron James. And there are player comparisons, right? So for Michael Jordan, the highest player comparison that people compared him to, you know, that he was compared to was Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. You know, they were so close in game. And, and if you look at LeBron, a player from today, Giannis Atacatupo, which is I'm probably saying it wrong, but with that being said, the Greek freak um, body style. See, we're looking at um, Michael Jordan was a he his his he was six six, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Now LeBron James is six eight two forty, <laughs> maybe two sixty. He, but that's the thing, right? When Michael Jordan came out it was nineteen eighty four. Once again, revealing my age here a little bit here and there. Um, <laughs> and when LeBron came out to the NBA, it was 2003, right? So I'm giving you the respective years of when they came into the league. But I want you to understand the impact that they've not only had in basketball, but the world. You know, a lot of people may not agree with the things I'm saying today, and that's okay. But that's why it's such a highly topic debate with these two because they've done so much for the sport that I don't think it can probably be matched in certain ways, but it'll probably never be done again. You know, when we're looking at Michael Jordan, we're looking at this guy. He was everything to everyone. Uh, as a Nick fan growing up, <laughs> he was demised by us because he was just, he destroyed any kind of championship opportunity that we ever had. But then you see what he did, what he brought out. He was the killer assassin before the killer assassin. So remember that, right? When you look at Kobe Bryant, that's Michael Jordan, right? Because that's where he got that. I want to, I want to, Kobe was the type of player and Mike, well, Michael was the first, right? Michael was the type of player where he would put his foot on your throat and keep it there until there's no life left. And <laughs> when it was the basketball court, it was it was the survival of the fittest. And that's what differs from LeBron James. He doesn't have that type of game. He's more of he's he's a very, very aggressive player, but he doesn't have that assassin type of game that will, he's going to eat your heart out, right? And that's what makes Michael Jordan probably the greatest player of all time because he accomplished all this and he was so competitive that he wanted to win at everything. You know, he wanted to win at cards. He wanted to win any competitive type of game that there was Michael Jordan wanted to excel at, Right. But I'm going to break a couple of things down, a couple of stats, right? And then we'll talk about it. So for, for Michael Jordan's career, he averaged 30.1 points per game, 6.2 rebounds per game, 5.3 assists per game. He was a five-time MVP, 
11-time All-NBA, a six-time champion, a 10-time scoring leader, nine-time All-Defense, a six-time Finals MVP. He was a three-time All-Star Game MVP. He was a Rookie of the Year in 1985, a 14-time All-Star, and also an NBA Defensive Player of the Year. So as you can see with Michael, not only was he maybe one of the greatest scorers of all time, but he's also one of the best defensive players of all time, right? And that was as a guard. That was as a guard. Like, he he was just something different, and he played the game with style. He had this – it was this it factor. Every Like I said, everybody want to be like Mike. Everybody, you know, and – he won six championships and he never lost in the finals with six times winning the MVP of the finals. So that shows you the type of player this guy was. You know, he was he took his game to another level. But then we're going to look at LeBron. Right. LeBron, who is still currently playing, ladies and gentlemen, in year 18. OK, but let's look at his all-time all-time stat numbers 27 points per game 27 even 7.5 rebounds per game 74 7.4 assists per game a four-time mvp 13-time all nba he's a four-time champion a four-time mvp in the finals a 17-time all-star and a three-time all-star game mvp but check this out ladies and gentlemen this year alone, in year 18, at the age of 36, he's averaged 25.4 points per game, 7.9 rebounds per game, 7.9 assists per game. Year 18, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I say this is the greatest of all time, I guess the greatest of all time. You know why LeBron is, has to be right there? Because he's beaten father time. He's beaten father time. Him and Tom Brady are the only athletes that I know that I've seen in these respective sports of football and basketball that have beaten father time. You know what father time is? Father time is when an athlete gets to a certain age in their mid-30s. I would say between the ages of 33 to, you know, maybe 34, 35, 36. It's called father time. And in sports, it's saying the decline is coming. The end is near. But when you see LeBron, I just read you his stats. 25 points a game, seven rebounds, seven assists. Year 18. So that's to tell you not only does this man have the consist consistency to keep playing at that high level, but he's created the standard. How can anybody live up to those stats in that long of a career, right? And this is what distinguishes them this is why a lot of people of this generation are going to, could have considered LeBron the greatest of all time. Like I told you before, ladies and gentlemen, I consider Michael Jordan the greatest of all time because that's just me. And, you know, we can beg to differ. But I'm going to give you the career stats. Michael Jordan played 15 years. LeBron James played 18 years. He's played 18 years, excuse me. So in 15 years, Michael Jordan has accumulated 32,000 points, 200, 
32,292 points, 6,672 rebounds, 5,663 assists. Those are those are extremely great numbers. But I'm going to give you LeBron's numbers. 35,283 points, 9,728 rebounds, 9,669 assists. Now, I'm going to tell you something. LeBron James will become the first player in NBA history to ever have 30,000 points because he's going to get 10,000 rebounds and 10,000 assists. Think about that. Think about that. This guy is 6'8", 240, huh, maybe 260, and he's about to get 10,000 rebounds and 10,000 assists. 10,000 assists is not something that comes out of anywhere. It comes out of longevity and consistency. That's what LeBron has been to us. You know, I've had the fortune to watch Michael Jordan mid-career and watch LeBron's whole career. And what I see between both of them is just pure excellence. You know, LeBron is a different type of player. And what I mean by that is he's not the type of player that I'm used to. So this is what I mean by that. You know why Michael Jordan is the greatest, in my opinion? Because Michael Jordan never left where he was at. So what I meant by that is the talent that was next to him either was drafted by his team or they came to Chicago to play with him. Where LeBron James went on to other teams to pursue championships. And listen, in the beginning when LeBron left for Miami, I was not very happy about that. I wasn't. But you know what? As time went on, and when he went back to Cleveland to deliver their first championship, I understood. I said, you know what? This guy knows. It's a different era, ladies and gentlemen. I grew up in an era where, once again, we ride or die. So we stick with what we got and we grow it. LeBron is, there, is in a different era. Change. A lot of change. Free agency. Players, superstars want to play with superstars. And granted, you know, people from my era, we're not used to that. We said, yo, what you doing? Why are you going? Why are you going to Miami? I didn't like it. He was going to be with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch joined them as well. And they won championships. They won, they, they did what they had to do. I didn't respect it. I didn't understand it. You know, he won two championships in Miami. I didn't celebrate those championships with LeBron. But I did celebrate his championship when he came back to Cleveland. And I respected him a whole lot more because he fulfilled his promise. Because he is from Cleveland. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where have we ever seen a player like Michael Jordan? No. Will we ever see a player like LeBron James? I'm going to tell you no, because we're going to see respective players. Like I said, Kobe Bryant for Michael and the Greek freak for LeBron. But when you talk about the longevity and consistency, it's hard to find. It's very hard to find. 
you know, we look at the things, you know, Michael Jordan, the sneaker, the sneakers. My favorite ones, by the way, are the, the 11s, the patent leathers, the black and reds. Those are my favorites. You know, he's a cultural icon, Michael Jordan I'm talking about. He is also right now, currently, he's the owner of the Charlotte Hornets, an NBA team, um, North Carolina, where he excelled at, as a college basketball player. You know, Michael Jordan is was everything as a kid. He he, you wanted to have his sneakers. You still want to have his sneakers. I was never big sneaker person with LeBron, but LeBron changed the game. LeBron taught the athlete how to market themselves. LeBron taught the athlete that you're no, we're no longer going to be run by these teams. We are the team. I am the brand. I am the man. And you're going to do what I say. And, you know, a lot of people can look at it as being selfish or being narcissistic or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I look at it as creating a path for 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 players for knowing your self-worth for knowing that you don't have to be locked with a team anymore you could create your own path and control your own path and like i said i didn't understand that at the beginning but then i started seeing the things that lebron was doing you know this is a guy that took his friends from high school and made them into his team, the loyalty. His one of his best friends is his agent. You know, he has um, you know, he's created. He has a Spring Hill Entertainment business. My um, LeBron James. I'm sorry, he has the LeBron James Family Foundation. Michael Jordan has those things too. You know what I'm saying? But LeBron James created a school, the I Promise School. He's He's done so much for our black and brown brothers and sisters. With that alone, to me, is the ultimate respect. You know, we can look at him as a player and say, oh, he whines and he complains and he's this. But that's because we're from that era where we didn't we didn't we don't we don't want to hear that. But when you look at the outside accomplishments of what this man is about, this guy speaks about social justice. This guy talks about things that. Players, they want to tell you to shut up and dribble. He knocked that down. He said, we're not doing that no more. We're, we're able to speak and we're able to say how we feel and what we feel. We're not just athletes. We're leaders. And how can you not want to follow that? How can you not want to, you know, look up to that? You know, people inspire. He's inspired so many people. So did Michael Jordan. That's why LeBron James became LeBron James because of Michael Jordan. And that's why I'm debating that both of them are the greatest of all time. Now, it's a 1A, it's a 1 and 1A type of conversation, right? It's just that type of conversation because you look at both of what they accomplished and you, you, you start saying, you know, this doesn't make any sense. You're contradicting yourself. But how can I be when... They've had such the impact, and it's good. See, this is the thing, right? Michael Jordan retired a long, a, a while ago, a very while ago, and he's still relevant to this day. Those sneakers, 
He's a basketball owner. And that's the impact that LeBron James is going to have. LeBron James just became a, a minority owner for the Boston Red Sox, a baseball team. That's to tell you how multicultural this guy is, how advanced his think. He's a player still, ladies and gentlemen. And he's already an owner of a team. He's ahead of the game. He's got his feet inside. He's in those rooms. He's a businessman. You know? And, you know, he's creating those paths. Right? So as I go forward into this conversation, these are the things I wanted to make you understand. Michael Jordan was everything we knew. Michael Jordan is everything I knew in regards of championship legacy, excellence. But LeBron, he's just, he changed the game. LeBron came from high school, ladies and gentlemen. He came ready to play and he had expectations to be one of the greatest and he exceeded those expectations. That's the crazy part about LeBron James. Um, but today, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let you know the rest of my, because those are my top two. So my top two is Michael Jordan, of course, LeBron James. The third player I got here is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is the top leading scorer in all-time NBA history. He's a six-time champion a six-time MVP, a 19-time All-Star, a two-time Finals MVP. His career averages were 24.6 points per game, 11.2 rebounds per game, 3.6 assists per game, and 2.6 blocks per game. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is very – he's an underrated name in one of in the conversation of the greatest of all time because this guy's the, the leading scorer of NBA of all time. Granted, he played over 20 years in the league, so the longevity is there. But he had something that was unstoppable called the sky hook. Look it up. Google Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Go to YouTube and look at the sky hook. Nobody can ever block it. Nobody can ever stop it. He became the all-time leading scorer with that shot. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. He was a champion everywhere he went. He was a champion. His name was, when he first came out, his name was um, Lou Alcindor, if I'm correct. And it became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar later on as he went on with his life. He was one of the greatest players of all time. A lot of people know him as a Laker, but he was he he was a Milwaukee Buck. He was in the Milwaukee Bucks before he became a Laker. And... um. When he became a Laker, he became huge because he had a guy by the name of Magic Johnson who we'll get into in a little bit as well. But don't underestimate, don't underestimate ever Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the impact that he had on his game. Now, let me tell you something. Getting this top five, this was extremely hard because I went into detail and I went into a couple things that, you know, they're recognizable by the world, but we just got to know the impact that these players made. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was also a guy that he was speak. He always he was a very quiet individual, but very intelligent man who always spoke his mind. He was he was just um, 
great in all facets, all facets of the game, you know. But my number four player, a player that I felt I should have appreciated more when he was here. That's Kobe Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan growing up. I wasn't. But this guy was a champion. This guy was the, he was like the reincarnation of Michael Jordan. This guy, uh, unbelievable. He was just an unbelievable player. You know, this guy scored 81 points in a game. Second to Wilt Chamberlain, who scored 100. He was the MVP in 2007, 2008, a five-time champion, a four-time scoring leader, an eight-time All-Star. The All-Star Award was named after him after 2020. He was a four-time All-Star Game MVP, a 15-time All-NBA team, and a 12-time All-Defensive team. So that's to tell you, that's to tell you, excuse me, that he was a superstar. So a lot of people ask, what is a superstar? In basketball, a superstar is a guy that can excel on both ends of the court, offensively and defensively. A star is just a guy that can excel, excel in one. But a superstar is a guy that can just take it on both ends of the court. He had 33,643 career points a 25-point-per-game average, 7,400, I'm sorry, 7,047 rebounds, a 5.2 rebound average, 6,306 assists, a 4.7 assist average. So in all in all accumulation, Kobe Bryant averaged 25, 5, and 4 for his career. But it's the impact this guy had. And you know what's sad, ladies and gentlemen, that he had more of an impact on people when he died. It shocked the world. It hurt the world. It was one of the saddest days I could ever remember in my life. I felt like the whole world was crying. I it was I took it hard. And like I told you, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan growing up. But all I could do is sit there and admire this man and look at this man and say, Wow, like he was one of the greatest of all time. And that's why I had to put him number four because I got to give him the respect that I never gave him when he was here. And he deserved those flowers and more. You know, number five, Magic Johnson, who's widely considered the best point guard of all time. Now, a lot of people might come at me and say, hold up, hold up, what happened to Stephen Curry? But he's now, but Magic Johnson was then, and Magic Johnson is still relevant, ladies and gentlemen, out here. He's owner. He's he's the owner of Starbucks. He he's owner. You know the Los Angeles Dodgers. He he had stakes in the Lakers, but it's what he did in the game. He was the first triple double machine, other than Oscar Robinson, that I ever saw. He was a three time MVP, twelve time All Star. Four-time league leading the league in assists. He was the all at when when he finished his career, he led the the NBA in assists the all-time. Obviously, he's been passed, but he's the all-time leader in average of eleven point two assists per game. 
for his career, he averaged 19.5 points per game, 7.2 rebounds per game, and 11.2 assists per game. This guy was 6'9", just in case I didn't mention that, ladies and gentlemen. So this guy was the size of a power forward playing point guard, right? So think about that. He's 6'9", and he averaged 11.2 assists per game. Do not think 11.2 assists per game for your career is easy to average. But think about, look him up. Look him up because he was the maker of Showtime. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a Hall of Famer when Magic Johnson joined him. But he made Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that much better. And, you know, when you look at when you, when you look at certain things with these type of players, it's it's amazing that they've been who they've been in their careers. But, you know, just to sum it up, I just wanted to let you guys know that my top five is Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, and Magic Johnson. They all made they these players have not only made an impact in people's lives, they made an impact in the sport of basketball. Um, I just wanted to thank everybody who's listened, who supported. Um, special shout out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I wouldn't be here without him, I wouldn't be doing this without him. Special shout out to my second mom, Florence. And also a special shout out to the man behind the scenes, Queens Kid. Thank you all. Until next time. Peace.